In today's episode, we talk about Danny on Spice. We talk about a lot of shit, hitting fans, how to deal with obstacles, and much, much more. See you on the inside. Welcome, welcome back to episode number 41. 41, boys. 41 of the Norep podcast. I am with none other, Evan Middleton. Hello. And Warhammer champion 2023, <laughs> Danny. He's a level 10 swords master. Level 10 swords master. Val- Valhalla or something? Val- is that, is that <laughs> what, what is happening, Trips? How are we? We're, I'm coming down for that last episode <laughs> in the cyberspace world. Mate, was it, was, uh, it, was, it was a belter of an episode, but it was also a lot of intensity from Danny. So if you've not checked that episode out, man, <laughs> you should go, you should go watch it because it was, it was good. It was a good episode from... See, I came loaded. Really loaded. <laughs> I prepared. It was like John Wick. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's ready, yeah. man. <laughs> he was, he was, killed his dog. He's fucking, he's fucking angry. <laughs> it was good, but... See, I was actually thinking the other day, see if you were a... If, if you were to start listening to a new podcast, like... Uh-huh. Say the No Rep podcast, for example. Would you listen to the first episode or the latest episode? Mental, you've, mental you've mentioned that, that because so see on on Anchor, right? The the platform I use to post the podcast, right? You can go along and see on the days how many listens you get, mm-hmm. and I'll so I, I'll I'll hover the mouse right along from from the days, and it'll be like so. If you go back to way back when we posted first episode one, obviously we got a lot of views on that one, and then see like even like last week, a couple of weeks ago, it will still be like. Pfft, like 14 plays on episode two, 13 plays on episode five, four plays on episode Aye. one. So people do go back. To go back and listen to them. Do you think that's new people? Can you figure that out? No, it must be, it must be a new person. Um, I think that, so yes and no, right? So I started a new podcast. It was a guy called, guy called Bedros Koulian. Started listening to his podcast. They're, they're brilliant. They're really, really good. Um, he speaks a lot. It's, it's basically geared towards like men, Man. masculine shit how to be a good man how to Guns be a good business owner shit. how to look Fixes. after yourself all the rest of it right and i maybe caught it about Come episode on. 10 i'm just saying words so <laughs> i went back i went back for, so he started in episode 10 he had a so see when you go on his profile though you go back and see below episode one there's like 450 episodes of other shit mm-hmm. that he's done in the past we started like a new show rebranded it called it the bedros bedros killing show so i got no i actually caught it about episode five or six and it came up my youtube and i went I'm going to watch this from episode one. So I think that if it's early on, I will. See if, like I caught the no, see if I caught the No Rep podcast now, episode 41. I probably went, see, unless it was guests I seen, I was like, eh, maybe go on mm-hmm. them. Or if I seen a title, I'd maybe go back. Right. But for the most part, I'll probably just pick up where it left off. Mm-hmm. But I only listen to podcasts now if I'm interested in the guest or I listen to all of Bedros's um, episodes. What's it about? Oh, the Sky stuff? Huh? Just men and fucking guy stuff, man. Guns it's actually shit. a bit of a secret weapon. I don't want to tell too many people about it because it's actually fucking sick. <laughs> it's, it's so good, man. Shout out. So shout out Bedros Killing. He's <laughs> honestly he's fucking a lot of the stuff he said, I'm like, that's life changing. Do you know I I went on to when we were we went to Marrakesh recently, I was like downloading podcasts and stuff for the for the plane. And I looked on Rogan's and Rogan's on like an epi- like episode a thousand. No, oh, nearly 2,000, mate. Nearly He's 2,000. One, one, one whatever it is, yeah. right? 
I went straight back off it. I was like, nah, I don't even want to try and look through all that. Really? To I it put me off. Does it? Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I've listened to that one with uh, you and me park. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good podcast. That's yeah. Yeah. The heavies. The heavies. The heavies, I, oh the heavies bro. The heavies? She got you know, the heavies. She's got oh. the heavies. She's got the heavy. <laughs> I called him to uh Andrew Schultz. So it was Andrew an Andrew Schultz, Schultz thing where <laughs> so Andrew Schultz went on the podcast after uh-huh. you know me. You, you, you know, know me, Park. I, I'm not too sure. I'm probably butchering her name. Um, and then Andrew Schultz was like, "Yeah, it can't be all bad though. She got the heavy. She's got the." <laughs> and uh, he ended up. She ended up going on his show, uh-huh. and there was a whole thing where he was like, "It's like I need to let her in on the joke. Uh-huh. I need to tell you." So he phoned her, and he went, "You know, kind of got this joke about the fact that you know you got mug tits." And then we, we called them the heavies, and she was cool about it and laughed. And blah, blah, blah. did you know what she said? She said, "You know, no one's ever made fun of me." to my face before obviously just that's the first time i've done it but she loved it she, she was just finding it hilarious aye wow that story by the way oh mental wow if any if anybody wants to go listen to any other podcast other than our own it's a fucking wild wild story do you know what i was actually the story's horrific <laughs> right i was watching uh the interview the other night with <laughs> seth rogan and seth rogan rogan, seth rogan? <laughs> rogan? Seth Rogen. Is this his name? Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Potato, potato. And, uh, it's got a him and Joe Rogan are like... Never thought and, uh, thought uh, it. Is no, it's Trump. not Dave Franco. Is it Dave Franco? Mm-hmm. There's Dave Franco and there's... Uh, Who's the other one? James Franco. James. Thank you, Paul. And um, James hilarious. Because it's obviously about trying to kill Kim Jong. Oh, yeah. I remember that movie. The, the Dictator? Uh, the no, di- the, the interview. No, the interview, that's it. The Dictator was Sasha Baracone. Aye, that's a fucking movie, by the Hell way. That's so good. Yeah, I, I, we were talking about this the other day as well. Like, um, see, like, the Ali G stuff and the Borat stuff wouldn't fly now. <laughs> but it would fly less. No. People think- say this. No. I think... I think the world needs it. Well, Borat took him it only a few years ago. No, years pe- ago. people need it. I think it will fly because I think that we need more of that stuff to come back into the world. Like, I've noticed that South Park and Family Guy are getting more traction again these days and I especially noticed it like on my TikTok and on my, the on my reels because they still, they from the start not give a fuck and they still don't give a fuck. And I, and I think that there's more, like I'm, we've spoken about this before, right? The whole, let's just call it left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's not about being left or not about being yeah, right, yeah, yeah. The, the the things that are coming more apparent these mm-hmm. days with the transgender stuff and all that, and I know we talk about that a lot in the podcast, but like it's all that's happening on the fucking it's all that's fucking internet. happening, right? But it's not that there's more of it going on. I think the sides just get stronger and louder and more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So even like, so you're gonna get the rise of more of the Borats and the South Parks and the. But then you're also going to get a rise of the. You're not going to see the in between, are you really? Because in between is going to be down here somewhere, and the other two ends are going to be up. And that's so. I think it will fly, and I think it should fly, and I think it needs to. There should be more of it. There should be more of it. Give me more. Because I fucking love it. Why? Do you think it's because it brings like a lighter approach to more serious topics? Well, topics that are perceived to be serious are usually because the people who are pushing them are serious do you know what i mean mm-hmm. what, what, what's the question I, uh, I think i think it's just as i think you can make jokes about anything same and just because you're making jokes about something that's a bit risky um doesn't make it not funny no do you know what i mean no no 
Exactly. It makes it funnier. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Do you know what comedian I've been? Matt Rife. I don't know who that is. Matt Rife. He's like, he's a good looking comedian, right? And he play, hates it because he's like, I'd, I'm not happy with any more than you are. It's like, nobody takes me serious and all that because he's that like, good looking guy. Do you know what I mean? Tall and all that. And he's a pure thirst trap for birds. They scream at him and all is that. Is this and the one that got my t shirt from Iowa? She's like, I came to Iowa and all I left with was a t-shirt and a, uh, a t-shirt and a blow, this t-shirt and a blowjob. <laughs> and it was this mouth that gave him it. <laughs> and he was like, and then she, got, she made him cookies and that. Is that's, that's yeah, the that's same him, guy? That's yeah, him, yeah, yeah, that's he's, him. Like, he's funny, man. That's, he's hilarious. Ah, he's, he's, he's great at like some real serious topics. I man, thought he was can... gay looking at him when I seen no, him because no. he's that, he's that pretty. He's so, he's a good looking guy. I, I was like, well put together. Yeah. I'd fuck. Listen to the last episode. Listen to the last episode, and then you get that. What were you talking about? Did you say eat ass? Yeah. Danny just wanted to confirm. Yes. Dealing, dealing. This is your question. Dealing with obstacles. Is training even worth it for the, the aches and pains and niggles? Two different there, were, there were two, there were two, 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 dif- two different things. Um, I had a conversation with someone the other day and they kept saying, it's like, I feel like life keeps throwing me obstacles. Right. Right. And it was a, a semi bit of tough love. And I also, also said back to him, I was like, listen, I was like, life throws everybody obstacles. What what you or Andy's going through isn't unique, isn't remarkable, isn't extraordinary for the most part mm-hmm. everyone has shit everyone mm-hmm. everybody so like different shit i think anyway so before i get into what i think and what i say like when you, you two can hash, hash that out but that was what i said that was the first part that was the first thing i said to him was like well life throws everybody obstacles that's meant to happen so that's what he said life keeps throwing me obstacles as i don't know how to handle it and, and what to do mm-hmm. so that life is just like a kind of it's like, a it's like a box of chocolates. like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you don't never know what you're going to get. <laughs> it's like a real life game of Crash Bandicoot. That's shit coming out. It's coming out. You're jumping at it. You're still <laughs> trying to go. You're still trying to go. That's it. That's life. On you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> Thank you for that, that insight, Daniel. <laughs> uh, but this, this is the thing. Like, it, it's going to hide. It's a, not an, an, an inevitable thing an inevitable an I- inevitable uh, thing that it's just completely unavoidable right shit's gonna happen right and see the thing is as well i think see when people are planning like their week even like, if we're gonna relate it back to fitness and whatever they, they only ever plan best case scenario yeah so i'm gonna get up at this time this is gonna happen i'm gonna get in the bus the weather's gonna be nice the shop's gonna be empty it's gonna have my favorite foods like work's not gonna stress me then i'm gonna get home i'm gonna do my my rom wad i'm gonna do my workout i'm gonna bed by eight o'clock right? <laughs> rom wad rom wad is that's the thing isn't it i mean and not anymore it's constantly different now but you, you're basically you're right but i'm right Sorry. and uh but then as soon as sort of spanners chucked in there oh or a, bar, or a barrel or a barrel <laughs> yeah yeah crash bandicoot i got the reference and uh, <laughs> don't look disappointed and um but it, it fucking shit shit hits the fan Right. Hold on. What? As soon as you said that, visualization <laughs> of shit hitting a fan. Imagine the. Mi- See when people say when shit hit the fan. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. Have you ever been somewhere where <laughs> shit, shit has hit the, the fan? fan? Have you? <laughs> Imagine the mess. <laughs> 
picture that? It would go fucking everywhere. Right, right, even in this room, right, you've got a two-foot fan, right, and there's a a, a, a jobby, right? You've got a shit that, that takes up maybe two hands, and you chuck that on the fan, and the fan's going at max speed. Whole, do you know this? Mate, is, this isn't fan related, right? But I've got a story about my brother, right? Let's go. Love poop stories. No, go. but it, it was when oh I, God, I remember. Man. This has been like, uh, like etched into my brain for like my whole life. We used to stay in like, kind of like like, like a kind of tenement like this, in um, in Greenock. And my brother must have been like, sorry, Cam, for chucking you under the bus here. By the way, fucking uh, chuck him under the bus. Does Cam listen to the podcast? Uh, I hope so. I hope so. Um, yeah, no, he does. And he was in the the bedroom, right? And then me and my mum were coming in with the shops or something. He was only a wee boy. He was in nappies. No, he was an 18-year-old man. He was in nappies. <laughs> and uh, we went out. Like, I went out of the room, fucking about in the house. And then mum was like, oh, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I can smell something. Yeah. That's poo, right? Went back into the bedroom, right? And Cameron had, do you know, have you ever heard the term Berlini protest? No. All over the walls. Who was that again? My brother. No, no. <laughs> who was the who was the Scottish person, the Scottish prisoner who smeared shite or any cell in the walls? Was it was it was it actually not the like Bobby Sands and all that that area? No, no. They no. done dirty protests and whatever. Maybe, but there was a Scottish guy. I can't remember. Can't remember. Can't remember. Sorry. Fucking Literally fucking <laughs> everywhere all over. But he was like the one. Two, whatever, whatever <laughs> age it, you would be if you were wearing nappies cell? and all that, right? Who was watching? But that was that was without a fan. So imagine, God, that was sorry, Cam, for telling that story. Wait, but. just to clarify, was he one or two or was he eighteen? He was one or two. Okay. <laughs> no, no, he was, he was definitely, definitely a child. Definitely a definitely but a child. horrific. But anyway, you've completely went off the point now. What are we talking about again? When shit hits the fan. When shit hits Imagine the fan. Imagine shit actually hit the fan. That's <laughs> what, no, that's madness. It. Like, wait, see, see if you think, oh, shit hit the fan. <laughs> actually think about shit hitting a fan and think about how hard your day could be, right? <laughs> but anyways, it was about life keeps throwing me obstacles, right? Aye. And then cool. I was, I was basically saying, like, folk only plan for the best case scenario, right? I, in my clients kind of journals or whatever, I get them to have a, I basically ask them to fail-proof their week, mm -hmm. Right. So what happens if the good stuff doesn't happen? What are you going to do? What's the backup plan? Mm -hmm. Like, where, where, where do you go? Because it fucking, it happens. I see, especially if like you're a mum, if and then you've got kids and then like, obviously you, you'll know, you know what happens if like Hattie will take unwell, you need to drop her off at your parents. Like, what do you then do? How do you then kind of drive yourself forward and push yourself forward if your days went to shit? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've actually started to, I've struggled with that a little bit because I'm guilty of that, of being like thinking that the time I've got is 100% my time yep. and I can just do everything. But as now, it's, it's, that has obviously completely changed. Um, but it's made me manage my time better. Like I've said this before since having Hattie, like I've, I've, I've now began, began to be able to manage my time a little bit more effectively. But bringing it back to the whole kind of obstacles thing and the thing I've saying to them was like, obstacles will be thrown at everyone everyone has to deal with obstacles and there was there, there's kind of two different things that you can go down the first one being that when obstacles happen because it's inevitable the end is going to go through shit 
hitting the fan. It's inevitable that people are going to uh, go through shit, but it's how quickly you can then bounce back. <laughs> it's inevitable that people will the fan you are No, I wasn't actually, wasn't it? But it's how back you can bounce, uh, it's how quickly you can bounce back from being like completely thrown off mm-hmm. to then going right i'm back and i'm back on plan i'm back in action and i'm back doing what i'm supposed to do because people will have a run of a perfect week something will happen and then it might take them one week mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. weeks a month three months in some some cases for people to actually no. find themselves back in routine back in mm-hmm. action whereas the the quicker you can shorten that gap that's what that's really what the game's all about mm-hmm. is because you're going to get hit somebody's going to die dog's going to get unwell you're going to miss training sessions you're going to get injured mm-hmm. it's going to be raining something is going to happen but how mm-hmm. quickly you can bounce back into action is that's what the game's about yeah, like and i think that over time you just make it shorter and shorter and shorter till it comes down to a matter of minutes where you can just be like mm-hmm. I'm it's, like, uh, it's like all how quickly can you understand that um your expectations so sorry i should say i'll say that again <laughs> It's when our expectations don't meet a reality. Mm-hmm. So like you expect this to happen, expect this mm-hmm. to happen, expect this to happen. And then reality isn't it that. That's when the stress happens. And then that's when you start thinking, oh, fuck, and you start losing your shit a wee bit. And uh, everything's bad and everything's everything's a write-off and the days wrote off and the weeks wrote off. It was, all it was was your expectations didn't meet your reality. So when you have um, more than one expectation, or like you're fine with like, this is the maximum amount of sessions I'll get in a week, for example. This is the minimum mm-hmm. I can get in a week. Yeah. So something comes up, you've still hit the minimum. Brilliant. Um, so I expectations not meet reality. That's that's what I think the issue is. Is, is there not a saying as well? Like something along the again, I'll butcher this. Like something along the lines of like you can either change the the problem or you change your perception <laughs> of the. Do, do you know what I'm trying to say with that? <laughs> like it's it's how you perceive the problem is yeah. is the problem. We'll picture this right. You miss the bus, <laughs> you get you get home half an hour later. You miss the train, you get home half an hour later than you normally would. Then it means that eats into your evening time. So you go, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to prep my food. I'm going to just order in, blah, 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 blah. Right? You do all that. Ah, I've eaten, so I'm going to stay up late. You stay up. You think the word, you think the week's over, you think everything's bad, right? Mm-hmm. So then it means that you don't train the next day and blah de blah de blah, right? This might relate more to your guys in it than it would mine. But imagine you came home, right? And an actual jobby oh, has no. hit a ceiling fan and they're Every shit <laughs> all over your walls and ceiling. <laughs> Floor, couch, telly. Weeks later you think you've cleaned it all up, but you find another wee bit. Right? It's like confetti. <laughs> you ever you ever let confetti off in your house? Uh, <laughs> we did it in Katie's mum's house, right? We let confetti off once, right? See, like months later, Hattie's like, oh, found a bit of confetti. Imagine that was like jobby. It's not that bad, is it? No. So I've spoken about this a lot, and it's like perspective. <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> not shit in the fan, but perspective and how perspective is like a huge, huge, huge thing, right? So you, you, you can really strip it back and you'd be like, right, well, there's some fucking poor bloke in um, a third world country doesn't have fucking heat hot water or heat water internet connection food doesn't know what the fuck he's gonna do the next day it's not that bad man mm. but a perspective like get a grip you know what times i'll be like just a wee bit of a moan man oh fucking hell and then i'll maybe scroll through instagram or tiktok and see somebody that was homeless or somebody that something's happened to them 
And I'm like, what am I really fucking moaning about? I know. Can moan? Do you know what gets me sometimes? Like seeing um, there's this like Cameroonian weightlifter, right? Yeah, seeing him. You, you know him, exactly who I'm going to talk yeah, about, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's out training with rocks, mate. Rocks on metal bars, concrete for concrete weights. for aye, concrete aye. for weights, like lifting up like barrels and stuff, right? And then folk are complaining because like, the preacher curl in the gym's broke. I can't do my workout. <laughs> Cause, cause, <laughs> cause this this machine Facts. is is broken, and I went like, "Are you kidding?" I sent one of my clients, um, who was literally having a a woe woe is me, my life's terrible moment about like the gym being too hard or whatever. There was a guy who was climbing Mount Snowden, right, and all he had was a hand, right. He had an arm and a hand, right. Everything else was stumps, right. And the guy was fucking going up, going up the mountain, right, rapid as well. And I, I said to him, I was like, your life is not that bad. Have a bit of perspective. Major. People need tough love. Yep. People, people need, and do you know what, like, you need to say what needs, see if you're a coach and you're listening to this as well, right? Don't molly, molly coddle, is that the word? Maybe. Your clients. Yeah. Right? I think, I think people are scared of saying to their clients and people that they work with exactly what needs to be said in case they leave them. Yeah. That's exactly what people are paying you yep. for. You're doing a disservice. People are paying you honest. to be fucking straight with them. 100%. And you're, you're, I think you need to remember that your coach first, friend second. Yes. And I actually had this, I'm going to fucking throw him under the bus. Jason threw enough people under the bus during his podcast. <laughs> you're going to try to... a fucking name drop, but yesterday <laughs> he was like, oh, I had a bit of cold and blah, blah, blah. Ordered an Indian man just try and sweat it out. Mummy, some mum at me. <laughs> That's how it works. I said to these exact words, like, get a fucking grip. Mm-hmm. Like, bend that right now and go around fatty. I didn't say that, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I get a fucking grip. Four messages before, he was like, I want to lose this much before I go on holiday. So I just like replied to that message, mm-hmm. like, swiped, replied to that message on WhatsApp with a gif of like, um, it's Jimmy Butler, the basketball player. He's like, right. And I was like, you just said this four messages ago, and then you've now just told me. You want a fucking spicy ending to try and sweat out this cold? I was like, one, that is the worst excuse I've ever heard. For Get a anything. fucking lemsip, bro. Aye. Come on. <laughs> Go to a sauna. <laughs> How that makes any sense in your head is beyond me. I need to do a better job, right? Second, I was like, mate, get a fucking grip. He's like, oh, shut up, man. I went, already, I went to the gym still and I went, replied to that same message again. I went, is this going to help you get this? No. So if I fucking get back to work, man. So you need to be coach first, friend second. Do you know what I mean? And that's 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 what I would say for advice to, to any coaches out there. But totally. Next, do we have another bit? Yeah, there's the next bit, the aches and pains and stuff. Well, wait, before we go on the obstacles, I had a thing noted down. Um and it was a higher thing. In fact, we can kind of flesh this out a bit a bit further. Um but it was like obstacles and challenges and all these wee things that you get. Are almost just like crash bandicoot vibes levels to the game mm-hmm. right we things that you just you just need to get over them you just need to go through them and it's part of the whole deal right and oh. it's just like you're just the more obstacles hard shit things you need to go through the better you end up becoming and think about what you gain from the obstacle yeah it's it's insight you're literally like get getting data from how to deal with something right you can bury your head in the sand if you really want to, but then you actually don't learn how to deal with the problem. So when you play, when it's happens again, yeah, you're then you're equipped. Because literally, that's what the, the fitness game is. You're just equipping yourself to deal with or to handle problems better. 
Yeah. People want all these traits. People want to be like hardworking. People want to be in shape. People want to live like a good lifestyle, but people aren't willing to pay the price that gives you those things. People don't want to lift no heavy ass weight. I heard I heard Alex Hamosi talk about this and it was like, um, so pe- the price tag for pay, if, so, if you wanted to be a patient person, would you give them stuff right away? It's like, no, you probably make them wait a long, 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 long time. Right, if someone's to be patient. If you wanted someone to be hardworking, would you give them things easy? No, you probably make them work like really, really hard for a really long time. If you wanted someone to be disciplined, you'd probably make them do the same thing repeatedly over and over and over again, even when they felt like they were going nowhere. So it's like, in order to, if you were to craft and build this person, mm-hmm. you don't just give them the attributes. Yeah. You almost have to rank them up through levels. And like, he always talks about game theory and about how that everything should be played as a game. And this whole game of like, the fitness thing, it's finite. No, infinite. Mm-hmm. It's infinite. Finite is the opposite. So it's infinite. Never ends. Never ends. It's ongoing. So you don't get in shape. You stay in shape. Mm-hmm. Much the same as like he he reference reference the thing is that you don't get married. You stay married. So you need to continue to work on it, be mm-hmm. in it, build a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like you don't just you don't just overcome an obstacle. You continue to overcome repeated obstacles over and over and over again because you're playing these infinite games. So people take finite rules and apply them to infinite games and that's why they get stuck because they think the game ends, but it doesn't. Yeah, I like that. I like that as well. Hormozy knows. Hormozy's I, I was watching him, watch three quarters of him on Diary of a CEO. He might person. have spoke about it on that, but I think he maybe spoke, I don't know if it's with Chris Williams' podcast. Stephen Bartlett. You don't like him, do does you? my fucking nothing. I used to like him, man. It does my boxing. Why? It just keeps getting on fucking dorks that, like, say... If we were talking about it in the car, man, this, this fucking is, donut. This is 100% it. And he, it's, it's... No, the thing is, he he's has... getting a, people on a purpose, I feel, because he, he knows he's going to get clicks. He has a fucking giant platform. Mm-hmm. Humongous. Mm-hmm. His platform's huge, right? And he's confusing the masses with fucking shit messaging. And the thing is, the content within the actual podcast... Might not even be that bad. But see the fucking movie trailer clip yep. promos that he does? Mm-hmm. He's cat, he's hooked and all that. It's confusing people because Big let's time. face it, uh, more people will see that than will actually watch the hour and a half long podcast episode to actually gain context on on, on the thing. I'm not fussed about the context within the podcast. I'm, I'm annoyed at the fact that he's putting out information out there that will ultimately confuse people because mm-hmm. somebody might see that and go and he said so that one of the catch headlines was sugar is more addictive than heroin right and then this was so this again this isn't stephen bartlett saying this no. stuff this is the guest that he gets on right philip Ovedia. but he said that um Idiot. sugar who's the guy dr philip Ovedia said that sugar is more addictive than heroin mm-hmm. hold on <laughs> hold hold on right disclaimer right i've not done heroin hands up right <laughs> i've not done it right <laughs> I've not done it. I've done some shit that time, but I've not done that, right? Not done the brown. Never intend to. Wait, dear stag, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing, John. Things, things took a turn. Uh, what happened to John Gainline? Fuck. <laughs> He's on the blue. Dana. Dana. <laughs> Dana. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck's sake, Ali. Fuck's sake, um, Ali. Uh, right, so I've not done it, right? I've had a lot of sugar in my time. Let me tell you something. And also, but why would you rather be addicted to it? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, there's not a 
fucking you've seen some people right you see you see people you've watched the documentaries there's people that like kill that not kill them but the, the people that forget about their babies there's people that like kill their dogs there's people that like sell their sell their body on the street sell there's people grand. that lose there's people that lose their homes their family their everything over heroin i don't think md in history has probably done that from having over a sugar <laughs> over sugar biggest lot of fucking nonsense in my life is sugar addictive maybe things taste nice right but like you said what would you rather be addicted to fucking sugar or heroin mm-hmm. hold on you fucking don't know what a stupid thing to say Doc- just because and the thing is as well because he's a doctor it means that mdls isn't a doctor or doesn't work in his field doesn't have like a, oh well he's a doctor so like what do you know well, i've got fucking common sense yeah i've got a brain right my brain controls my mouth and my mouth can tell him to shut the fuck up because he's talking shit. <laughs> do you know what i mean yes bullshit Anyway, what were, we, what were we even talking about, man? I went off on a tangent there. You did? Yeah. You do that sometimes? I know. That's okay. Um, That's okay. Sure. Uh, we have, we have some... Fucking idiot, Someone man. asked us um, if there's been times, this is from the gram, times that we've found ourselves in situations. I think this just goes back to you, mate. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. If you listened to the last episode. Do you know, I could, I, could actually, I could actually sit and listen to all the daft stories that Danny has just <sighs> all day on its own aye yeah, have the Danny do, do you have one you want to share I don't know um, I've got a few but uh, <laughs> do we go funny with it do we go serious with it what was the question again <laughs> <laughs> you just asked it you donut what did I ask I'm still in two minds about these headphones by the way situations well uh, one in particular <laughs> I can I can think of so there's a time uh, we were going to in Liverpool for my mate's birthday party and um birthday party just a birthday just a wee birthday weekend it wasn't a birthday party birthday party sounds it, like it was their birthday party yeah. it was a birthday weekend was there a clown and uh we had to, <laughs> we had to go really early <laughs> we had to go really early right uh so we're in half six in central for like seven o'clock train or something like that Function. um you go to you go to Liverpool I think you go to I can't remember if you go to Preston, is it Preston or Preston, Preston and you get Carlyle, the bus to Carlisle Penrith. or something like that, right? So anyway, um, they're all joiners and stuff. So they can't take drugs because they get drug tested on, on sites and stuff like that. So they're heavily into, uh, what's, it, what's it called? The drugs that are on the illegal. Legal highs. Legal highs, that's it. Uh, so he's, they're heavily into legal highs, right? So I'm like, we've all got a booze and all that for the trains that we're obviously going to get bevied. We're going, we're going to Liverpool for the weekend. That brilliant, man. man. So he's like, right, I've got two legal highs. What one we roll up? That one. Like, cool. Rolled up and we're all smoking outside. And that, nothing really happened, right? We were on the train. Uh, kind of felt a wee bit chill. What is, no, what is, what is, what, I don't even know what that is. Keep, legal highs going. are just I like, I literally don't even know what Different that is. herbs and stuff like that, different things that are legal. You can Herbs. buy them, put them together, you get something happens and you take it. Wait, you Mace fucking them, up Bailey's? Like, but it's like stuff that people sell, right? So it didn't, nothing worked, nothing happened, right? So anyway. We get, to, we get to Preston, right? And uh, it's 8am, right? It's fucking early as shit, right? There's people going to work and all that, right? <laughs> people fucking stoking about. And I'm like, right, cool. Uh, right, sound like this going, like, but right, buses, we've got 45 minutes to the bus. Um, right, sounds like a day. Fuck it, we'll, we'll roll up the, the other one. We've not, we've not tried it, right? So we did, <laughs> we rolled it up. 
fucking rolls it up. Like, cool, there's threes. I'll, I'll like try it. Um, I'll try. I'll try something. Right. So anyway, first boy tries it. I'm not flinging names under the bus. Second boy tries it. Uh, and I try it and I'm just kind of smoking. I'm like, how many you might take? Three. I've took seven by this point, right? <laughs> I took seven big puffs by this point. First boy starts backing up into the wall and collapses, right? <laughs> I'm watching this. After take my seventh while, while I've got the while I've got the joint and I've gone. <laughs> I'm watching him back up into a wall and collapse. Go like that. Out cold, right? The second boy does the fucking same, right? And I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> that's going to happen to me in about four seconds, right? Right enough, man. I fucking start to feel weird, man. And for some reason, you just want to go against a wall. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Honestly, why? So I was against a wall now, right? And I just dropped to my knees as well. And I just remember thinking, oh my God. He's unconscious next to me. People try to wake him up. Another <laughs> boy's in front of me, near enough unconscious as well. And all I can all I can remember is a time I was in an SOS van in the town, and uh, I took Ekkies right, and I, I, kidded, <laughs> I, kidded, I kidded on to the uh, the SOS people that I'd been spiked. My mate was like, "He's been spiked." <laughs> right, uh, so he's like, "All right, I'll get you on." It's just that supposedly takes you down for like extreme highs. So I I remember that. As I'm watching him and as I'm starting to go, I'm about to black out here. Like, this isn't good. And I'm just going, orange juice. Can <laughs> I speak? Orange juice. Like fucking Leonardo DiCaprio when he's like, Steve uh, Madden. Yeah, like, yeah, orange yeah, juice. <laughs> right? So they ran and got orange juice, gave his oasis. Like whoever person was on the gun uh, was getting fed with orange juice. Boy in front of me, fed with orange juice. And I'm drinking my oasis. Every time I drink it, I go into it in my brain and I'm in the oasis, right? <laughs> and then, and then I would put it back down again. I'd go, I'd commit it and I'd go, thank fuck. And then I'd take a drink and then I'd, I'd go in it again. I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. And I'd go into this oasis, into this orange juice, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I lived, I lived 45 years in my brain and I'm no joking. Wow. I'm no joking. 45 years, I was on my deathbed, right? In uh, in two of the boys that were there. Darren and Barry, they were sitting and they were at the deathbed. Baby. I'm not going to throw names. No, no, they, they, they didn't. They didn't. Do it. Oh, right, right. Uh, so they were they were brand new. So they they were like sitting there as I was, I was my deathbed, right? And I was like, this is how I die. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I take my last drink of orange juice and I come out a wee bit and I'm like, oh, I feel I feel normal again. And I did that for some reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> you it to sleep that, that, I put the orange juice above my head, just held it there. Oh, I thought if, you pulled it over yourself. Was, no, there was not. It was like a wee bit in it, right? Took my keys out of my pocket and ran. <laughs> just sprinted, right? Sprinted. This point, still gone, completely gone. And everybody ran after me, obviously, because it's 8 a.m. in fucking Preston, remember? And <laughs> like a Thursday, people are gone to work and I'm running by them, screaming, help me. <laughs> right? <laughs> screaming at the top of my voice, running. Some people say I'm still running, like I was that <laughs> fast, you know what I mean? They were chasing after me and I go to a fence and that's that's just how I stopped. Nobody could catch me. Just go to a fence and I just stopped. Took around and said, that was a bit mad, wasn't it? And they were like, aye. <laughs> uh, then they walked me back. They walked me back to where we were. But I'd ran for like five minutes. And uh, I looked down and I pissed myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you fucking joke. Pissed. Pissed all oh, yeah, myself, right? But the police were sitting where we were in a van, right? And I genuinely went para. Full on. You're a fucking user section me. User section me. I thought I'd went mad. 
kicked out there. Uh, is it still good? Yeah, it's, fine. it's still good. Uh, I genuinely thought they like the coppers had been phoned. I was going to get took away. Turns out they were just they were just getting a breakfast. They're getting roll. They're getting <laughs> fucking <laughs> rolls at the shop. But only the bus fell asleep. Woke up. Turns out uh, it was spice. <laughs> <laughs> we smoked spice. That day, it got made illegal. Did no it? joking. You could have wrote it. That day, no, maybe because somebody <laughs> seen me, <laughs> man, fucking hell, make that shit illegal. It got made illegal that day. So that was the time I spoke spice by accident. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, the fact that that was legal, you're like, okay. Wow. I forgot, do you know? Change me. I forgot how good that story was. Wow. I know. That is, and I then had an amazing weekend in Liverpool. What a great place, man. <laughs> Wow, it's, it's mad, isn't it? That's funny do you remember the whole, the whole legal high thing? Aye, like obviously, obviously you do I'm, remember it. I, I do. Missed that, I missed that boat to be honest, people, man. people who like would get drug tested and stuff like that. But well, I need I want, I want something. Do you know what I mean? Fucking hell, man! Even back in primary school, I remember it. I don't know if you did back in prime P seven. I remember people taking legal highs. Nah, man. that's when poppers and that were obviously kicking about. Uh, I remember. You saw stuff different stuff nowadays, but. Uh, know what I mean? That's absolutely fucking mental. How ears. much, how much <laughs> fear did you have off Re the back of that weekend? Uh, I was different for weeks. <laughs> I've got. A Don't know if I've actually. I've got a story quite doing. similar to that. To be fair, um, but we'll maybe gloss over that in another episode. That's we can keep yours as like a. That was we'll class. Let, we'll let that one sit. We can we can revisit mine later um, in a later episode. The. I'll be back to Are we just moving on? Back to fitness. I'll maybe, say, I'll maybe say at the end if we've got time, right? I'll maybe say at the end if we've got time. Um, so I got a question that was CrossFit related, but we can draw this out to training so it suits everyone because the same things can apply. But um, I got someone saying, is CrossFit worth it? For all the aches and pains and niggles I keep getting, um, is it worth me even doing it in the first place? And then I had a bunch of thoughts like coming into that. Um, but... So let's zoom out first. I'll speak on it on my, on my kind of CrossFit point, but saved because it's the same thing happens in training. And that was one of the things I said to them was mm -hmm. like, any form of training, you're going to probably pick up niggles here and there. So what is it? So is training work even worth it for all the aches, pains and niggles that you keep getting? Like, is it worth it? Well, how many aches, pains and niggles do people get because they don't move and don't do exercise? Yeah. The what's, back with a hip, with what's the knees. What's the cost Bingo. of not doing what it? What one would you rather? Bingo. All the health benefits, we niggles and pains, maybe, like not all the time anyway. And what one would you rather? All right, that's so that that was it. And I was like, look, and again, I'll I'll, I'll chuck my mother under the bus right, <laughs> for for this one. I'm like that. She doesn't really exercise, doesn't really train. Goes between like diets, typical kind of just spice. like smoke spice, <laughs> um, typical kind of like fifty year old more. Right, mm -hmm. that you would find in in Glasgow, the west of Scotland, or whatever. Saxony is my mom, mate. So like, and she's had like knee replacements, back issues, a whole time, her whole life. She's like, she's pure getting like arthritis in her hands and stuff like that. Like, she still does stuff, looks after Hattie on a Monday and stuff like that. It's not like she's like, like crippled by like her um, inactivity or anything like that. But she's just like a little bit further along than what she probably should be had mm -hmm. she been training. When you look at someone like my gran right she's like 85 goes to dancing three times a week walks to the shops We've and spoke back about your spoke about before. before she's a fucking super legend she has a legend she's a superhero and i'm like that so she doesn't like train per se but she's, she's active active she's walking she's carrying things it's like and you find that my granny 80 years old is like more resilient than my mom at like 50 years old 
It's mad, isn't it? And it's a wild, wild concept to, to wrap my head around. And it, it just goes to show, so like you said, like I think your whole entire life, every single human being is going to encounter pain, aches, niggles, sore bits, regardless of what you do. Mm-hmm. what training thing you do what sport you play what sport you don't play what your job is if you're a, if you're a grafter if you're working a building site you can sore hands sore back picking shit up climbing up ladders climbing down you sit at a desk all day sore back sore knees sore whatever doesn't matter you're gonna be sore I, it's just it's the whole choose your hard thing aye isn't it aye you're like, gonna be sore you, you can choose the discomfort of weight training and, and all the things associated with that or you can have heart disease and be overweight and mm-hmm. hate yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, million percent. Like, choose your heart. It's, 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 it's not as black and white as that, obviously. That's not the two options. Pretty much. Right? No, you're not far off it, no, though. I know. You're not far off it. So that, that was one of the things that, that I'd had noted down. It was like, I think that the idea of being pain-free is false. Mm-hmm. People say, let me get you out of pain, physiotherapists, or whether it be certain people's coaching programs, being like pain-free this, pain-free that. There's ways you can manage pain. There's ways mm-hmm. that you can dull pain down. There's ways that you can avoid injury. There's ways that you can heal injuries. Mm-hmm. But to completely be a void of pain is it's not going to happen. I man. have played a full rugby career with pain. Oh, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Do you remember me in Pure Gym? <laughs> I couldn't. So as a like a man in my 20s, I couldn't walk down stairs because my knees were that bad. Mm-hmm. I remember a point where I had I could only walk downstairs backwards because <laughs> my knees were that sore. I couldn't have my knee Actually, go that far forward down a step, so I had to walk downstairs backwards. sideways. But I'd use yeah. a, I'd use a lift in pure gym. Do you know how? That's why I remember that. that uh, do you remember? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I would just drug myself up and play at the weekend. Always pop. Yeah. By the time you get to Saturday, you're kind of a little bit less sore, and yeah, then you so get going. Probably not the best way to manage, to manage it. it. Correct. To manage it because I was probably too heavy. And whatever but i've learned a lot blah 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 but it's up here do you know what i mean the battle's won between your ears yeah like yeah. a million a million percent I, and i i do think people across the board are soft as shit mm-hmm. I, I completely agree do you know what i mean i know and that's quite that's quite a harsh take no, no, no. it's it's really not and it's it's, not. it's 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 really not and i think that regardless regardless of what you're doing you're going to be in some degree of pain so the, the question i got was like i keep getting aches and pains and niggles um through doing crossfit so is it even worth me doing it and i was like whatever training methodology you decide to use as long as you're enjoying it and as long as you're seeing progress in it like go for that if you're not Crack enjoying on. doing crossfit don't do it if you're not enjoying strength training don't do it like find something that you're enjoying as long as you're being active like do that thing mm-hmm. right? don't care what it is and i've said this time and time again but I was like, this concept that you're not going to be sore just doing strength training or you're not going to be sore just running instead. It's like, it's false. You need to wrap, you need to get your head out of it because you kind of touched on this and oh, you touched on this as well. And it's like, you're going to be, when you're 50 or when you're 60, you're going to be sore back, sore knees or whatever. So would you rather be strong and resilient, but have a bit of a dodgy back or frail and weak mm. and have a dodgy back like what position would you rather be in because your back is probably going to get sore when you get old common sense point points to one doesn't it, it like, really does if it's going to be sore anyway you might as well have the other stuff that's good <laughs> right. if, yeah exactly and it's, this is so the person wasn't saying i'm going to do nothing but it was like was that one specific thing like is it worth me continuing yeah. to do this well, well i can talk to doing crossfit and not doing crossfit because mm. i've only started it maybe nine ten months ago i was more injured through my 20s than i am now doing shit that was not crossfit 
you know what I mean? So mm. maybe I mean, mm. maybe not even really running, just general bodybuilding. My back was fucking gubbed, absolutely gubbed. Everyone will tell you, you know, like hitting the deck, just walking. What's up, you? My back's away. It's hilarious. He's on the spice again. He's on the spice. <laughs> spice. I had to, had to, had to cancel my cl- all my clients. Like, he would just be I was hooked on the floor. Hooked on it. Um, uh, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> so, like, and I was doing CrossFit. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I was I was doing uh, safe shit. People uh, like to call it other stuff. Quote safe. Like, quote cool, Right? Um, I was still, I was very injured. Right now, I've got a couple of niggles. By the way, one of them. Fair running, so it's like it's to be fu- fair. So you're like to be fair, running sixty k. Yeah, that that's left some permanent long term damage, man. Like, <laughs> from only previously, as, not as much as the space. From over only previously running a half, six months before. Oh, 20. Oh, speaking on, speaking on. Remember, I mentioned the hardest geezer. Yes, he's set off. That's right. He he's has. actually starting from bottom to top, not top to bottom, because he couldn't get visas sorted in time. Oh. Um, but it's like yeah. the, the, the most suddenly tip point of so cool, uh, South Africa. And he is now, he's making his way up to the most northerly. Is that the Cape, the Cape of Good Hope? Something like that. I, don't I, know. Know. I would I like to think we get growth on this podcast and have somebody like him on well, one day. You know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Well, when, I, when I spoke about him a couple, a couple of weeks back, actually, Instagram fucked me because it, it removed the audio on my hang. Oh. It said, like, I used a song or whatever, and then it removed the song, but also removed me speaking. So it's like when you go on and look at that video, it just says it's, it's no volume. It has subtitles, it's no volume. So I might need to share it again. But he's now set off and he's doing, I think he's doing like 50 plus K a day, every day. And now it's hard for guys like me and you to wrap our head around truly what 50K is like running it in one day. Whereas you, you have run that. I've not run... 50k collectively in my whole life <laughs> and you like, played rugby for yeah, 20 years like he he is running 50k a day plus he'll be in pain every day like so that's like, it you run 50k then another 10 but at that 50k mark like how were you feeling well 6k before it, my calf popped uh, so i was in a world of hurt man but um every everything in your body's telling you to stop every every brain cells like you don't need to do this mm-hmm. you can just stop so you're battling you're completely battling with uh your internal monologue every second from the everybody's different like it, it started from me um just after the marathon mark so my calf went that's when it started up to that point it was all right um but it is it's a battle it's an internal battle everything's telling you just stop just stop just mm-hmm. stop just stop, just stop. Um, Mate, he's, the, the, the sense of achievement, though. After it. Do you know what I think? Bit, this is how, when it comes to what's the reason? You're, if you're doing it for a massive reason, mm-hmm. determination is going to be there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? The motivation is going to be there. So you're going to. The thing is, like, see this guy, this guy. I mean, there's just something next level about his 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 mind. It's not the physical attribute no. of what he's doing. There's something about he so he jumps his stories every morning. He's on day five, and there's another guy that I should probably highlight that I've been following. A guy called Will Gooch who's running across America. He's seen that, um, and he's running mad distances, fifty plus k a day. Um, but the thing is, he's doing so he's doing fifty. He did fifty three k in five and a half hours, right? And then he ran an extra four k in forty four minutes just for breakfast or whatever. Like just, or just, for, just cause just, just to just to cap off out do a wee bit extra. That's what he did yesterday. And he posted a picture, right? And I'm gonna try and get a wee 
pop up. Mm. Um, oh, I'm doing this of where he currently is. So this was 21 hours ago he posted this, and it's the most southerly point um, of Africa, and then that he's highlighted the most um, northerly point. He went, "This is how much progress I've made in four days of running the length of Africa. I've done over 215k so far. The scale of this continent and challenge is incomprehensible. One day at a time, and I'll show you. The, I'll show you the picture." See that wee blue dot? That. <laughs> See that wee blue dot? Wow, man. On the map, it still looks as if he he's is in the this, same place. He's in the same place. And then on his stories, he was mentioned, he was like, ah, I think I'll probably... So when do you aim to get done? He went, if I don't get injured, seriously ill, hurt, kidnapped, scrammed by a lion, probably about Christmas time. That's Every day. Every day. Mental. The commitment that takes, man. Do you know what I think maybe not to that scale right but i think everybody should do something hard their own version of that within Wanting. their life it doesn't doesn't need to be running it could be, could be climbing a mountain it could be i, th- I feel like challenges are inevitable mm-hmm. without a doubt whether that be challenge you've chosen or whether that be challenge that's going to present itself one way or another mm-hmm. i know for a fact i'd rather be fucking choosing the challenge that i'm facing well, so well this is this is this is the point so like there's two different things. Well, you're going to have things that, that come to you that are unexpected. You're mm-hmm. going to have unchosen hard and you're going to have chosen hard. How you deal with the unchosen hard is by choosing the hard shit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you choose to do hard shit a lot, when hard shit comes up that's un- unexpected, you're going to be best equipped to deal with that. So if you had somebody, let's say, for example, that someone that you had to depend on or count on or you had someone that you needed to do something, but they didn't really do much with their life. They weren't really well seasoned. They didn't really, they were just kind of, they wouldn't be the type of person you depend on. You depend on the person that's been through waves, been through wars, been through fucking all sorts. Has stories. Has stories to tell. Mm-hmm. War right? wounds, yep. <laughs> like that's the type of, that's the type of person. That's you pointed that, yeah? No, I don't. I don't point But that's another story. That's another, that's another story. story. We have highlighted that before, the fact that Danny's got no foreskin. But, uh, well, we'll come back. We'll come back to that, but like you're gonna. (laughs) (laughs) That that that. was it. It was a Chris Williamson that said this, and it was like unchosen. Ah, we'll we'll wrap up. Um, he said that chosen suffering is how you deal with the unchosen suffering. So if you choose to suffer through hard things, hard tasks, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. you believe that everyone should do hard shit from Mm -hmm. time to time and test themselves. Like that's that gives you the tools that that you're gonna have to be able to deal with the things that come your way that you don't expect Evan says it perfectly you're future proofing yourself mm. you know what baby mm. wrap that up you know wrap that up uh, is it me yeah oh shit sorry I meant enough your tangent there in my brain man uh, that was episode number 41 41 um, what a good episode Two good episodes. That was funny. Well, I, I mean, the past few episodes have been amazing. And mm-hmm. um, what you guys need to do, if you gain any form of value, if you get, you find something interesting, something of um, interest, something of <laughs> something interesting, interest. If you were interested, if you were interested in anything we spoke about, if um, what the fuck? I don't even know what you're saying. Do you want me to help? No, 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 I've got it, I've got it. If you liked what we did, share it, man. Right? Share it with your friends, share it with your mom, share it with everyone. It's how we grow. Yeah, you just keep messaging us all about how good the podcast actually is. We know that. Stop telling us, tell everybody else. Goodbye. Bye. Ciao. Do the intro. <laughs> <laughs>